Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Christian Selkow Hansen. Christian Selkow Hansen is the CEO and co-founder of Formation.ai, an enterprise software company that automates offer development and execution, enabling marketing teams to be more efficient and effective in engaging and retaining customers. A 20-year tech veteran, Christian has helped develop new products and drive growth using data at companies like Square and Zynga and was previously a partner and managing director at BCG Digital Ventures. Well, good afternoon, Christian. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for having me. Awesome. I appreciate you jumping on and we can share this time and some airwaves again, not just across the room now, but across the globe. So I appreciate you jumping on. And Christian, we're going to jump right into the questions. We want to talk a little bit about you, your career and what you're doing. So you've got quite the career in technology, product strategy as a leader, and now you're the co-founder and CEO for Formation.ai. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, absolutely, Brian. You know, I think throughout my career, I've been very fortunate to work with a lot of great people. Yeah, and I've always valued the opportunity to learn, to share ideas, and ultimately to build something great. You know, I think it's that last point in many ways that has really provided kind of the nexus of of my various career choices. And that's you know when there's a exciting kind of opportunity to build something, uh, when there's a great group of people. Those are areas that I'm been very attracted to and have been very fortunate to work in. Uh, whether that's you know in Zenga in online gaming, whether it's at Square in payments, uh, or certainly you know through my experience in building formation. Awesome, thank you for sharing. Do appreciate that, and again, that shares a little bit of insight of where you started and where you're at today. So, thank you. And Christian, jumping into this, you know, while the industry struggles to define the term personalization, right? You are actually redefining personalization. Could you maybe elaborate on this? For sure. You know, personalization today, and and when I talk with you know marketing leaders of you know anywhere from a large enterprise company, you know, like a Starbucks or a United Airlines, to even to you know more medium sized and smaller companies, the word personalization has many meanings. Uh, and what people agree on in general is that they absolutely know they need to be more relevant to today's customer, to today's consumer. And the path to relevance is making something more personal. It's understanding an insight about each of your customers and finding a way to bring that insight into that customer experience. Now, the challenge is many of the tools, the processes, the systems haven't grown as much in capability as they've needed to, to provide that more personal touch. And so when I ask, you know, marketing leaders, oh, do you do personalization? The the answer is absolutely yes. And then we start to dig in and we start to see there's actually various stages of personalization and that there are various applications of personalization. And so the way I like to think of it is kind of like a matrix where you have one axis, which is kind of like, what's the level of personalization that you're providing? And and level one, I typically think of as kind of basic segmentation. Maybe it's based on demographics. Maybe it's based on, it could be as simple as new customer, existing customer, lapsed customer, but it's, it's providing one level of understanding and insight better 
than treating everyone the same. And then the end of that spectrum is one-to-one. It's actually understanding something about each customer or even better, understanding many things about each customer and tuning the experience. And then that's really where the vertical axis comes into play because the customer experience is broad. You know, it ranges everywhere from, you know, if you're a brick and mortar as well as as an e-commerce business to what people do on your website, to what they do in a mobile app, to what they do in your store, to how they interact with your sales associates, to what they do when they call perhaps for customer service. Every one of those aspects of customer experience can also be tailored, can be made more personal. And what we tend to see is when you, when particularly when talking with marketing, it's kind of a broad answer. Yes, we do personalization. But what I try to do is I try to look for, well, what stage of personalization are you in? What parts of the customer experience around personalization are you focused? And the particular aspect that we have really focused on is around one-to-one personalization around offers. And I think as the pandemic has really accelerated digital adoption, it's accelerated digital purchasing, e-commerce adoption, mobile ordering. What it also has accelerated is the consumption, particularly for you know, consumers in North America, of personal experiences. You know, if you think of logging into Netflix, which, you know, I'll fully admit I've done a lot more of during the pandemic than ever before, your home screen or my home screen is my own. It's, it's not like my friends. It's not like yours. It's personal. And similarly, when I log on to Amazon, same thing. Uh, when I look at Instagram, same thing. And so all of these experiences, which I would say have, again, seen far more of my mind share and of my screen time during the pandemic and of consumers broadly, they're all personal. And so what we've seen is the bar for relevance has dramatically climbed, but yet the tools in many ways have not seen that similar growth. And so you have a lot of businesses that know that in order to reach the consumer, they need to be personal, they need to be relevant, but they don't have all the tools and processes to do it. And that's, that's really where our thesis around formation when we started you know, nearly six years ago was that this is the way the world was going, that personal experiences would become the norm, that they would become not only the norm, but table stakes. And what we're seeing now with you know, our, typically our customers are in the earlier stages in terms of their understanding of this broad change and broad trend, you know, they're, they're saying, wow, this is actually a source of competitive advantage for me. I'm going to be more relevant than my competitor. I'm going to be the best in terms of connecting with my customer with a personal message, with a personal offer. Uh, And that ultimately is going to help me establish a much stronger relationship with that customer. It's going to help me establish a much higher customer lifetime value. And ultimately, that's going to be a very good thing for my business. That's amazing. And you're absolutely right. In today's day and age, as everybody has moved quickly to digital and to reinvent and disrupt that sort of thing, I think personalization is so more ever important today than it has ever been. So I appreciate you sharing that. And Christian, jumping into technology a little bit here, you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies within your tech stack. Is there anything you might be able to share with us today? Absolutely. Well, and, and I'll try to stay away from, from buzzwords because, you know, they're, they're surrounding everything. But really, the, the core of where we spent a lot of time figuring things out, patenting technology, is really making it easier 
to do personal offers at any scale, and certainly at enterprise scale, where we have a number of enterprise customers. And two big areas really enable that. You know, one broadly speaking is you know we work in the cloud. You know, our application is cloud native. Uh, we've developed in the cloud from the beginning, and it, by the way, has evolved significantly even over the time frame where we've been working in it, where there's much more maturity. And what that's allowed us to do is really focus more and more and more of our efforts on application development, on the ability to scale our application to whatever workloads we need. And when you serve you know, enterprise class customers like we do, that ability to scale is amazing. You know, it means we can handle some of the largest, you know, again, biggest companies in the world, like United Airlines, like Starbucks, like Giant Eagle and others. And, you know, and it also means that we work with medium-sized companies too. And that kind of elastic nature of being able to work with cloud computing and again, cloud computing and all the different products now that they've made very easily and accessible and manageable has been a huge benefit. On the machine learning side, the advances that we've seen over the last five years have been huge. And again, what's been fantastic has been it's much easier now to develop, manage, and deploy machine learning than ever before. You know, machine learning, many of the algorithms, they're not new. Uh, they've been on you know, 20 years ago. Similarly, a lot of the work that we do is not necessarily on the development of some fancy new algorithm. It's on applying machine learning in ways that make it much easier, much faster for our customers to ultimately achieve the business objectives and outcomes that they really want. And so that, again, what we're looking for is particularly as a, as a younger company and a startup, how can we deploy our resources the fastest, the most efficiently and the best to things that are going to make the biggest difference to our company? And that generally means how much are we able to spend on applying technology to our application and building our application again to make it much better for our customers? Thank you, Christian. I appreciate you sharing that. You know, just as we talked earlier in the conversation about how you're making the customer stand out with that personalization, right? Well, you're leveraging some of this newer technology to, to gain that edge and to be more, provide more cutting edge products for your customers as well. So thank you for sharing. And Christian, last question, as we wrap up here, can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in technology or entrepreneurship? You know, I would say as a start, you know, if you're interested in technology, get into a tech company, you know, there is nothing like experience. And so, you know, that, that I think is one of the best things is, is simply make the effort, really focus on getting into the industry. Um, and from that point, constantly developing, you know, your skills and, and really, you know, applying, you know, a growth mindset um, and kind of an always learning mindset to anything that you do. Uh, you know, the ability, you know, technology is one of those places where there's always new things happening and there's always an opportunity to learn what's new, how it can impact your business and ultimately uh, developing a set of expertise on something that has not been around that long. Uh, and that that's an amazing opportunity in terms of entrepreneurship, for sure. Uh, you know, I, I think the the couple of things that really stick out to me. Um, which may not be top of mind when someone says, wow, I, you know, I'd like to do a startup. My first 
piece of advice would uh, is to be picky. You know, particularly founding a startup. You know, think of it as a ten-year commitment. You know, you are going to spend an enormous amount of your life building something, and you know, it is not something. While you know, the news stories are are you know ever present with tales of of people who uh, have you know. 24 months to an exit or something crazy, you know, the, the norm is, is really seven to 10 years of a lot of hard work. So definitely be picky. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And again, what's really great about uh, having guests like yourself, Christian, on this show is, you know, you have a unique perspective, not just on business or leadership or technology, but also just really how we you know, function as a human being in this world. And those little nuggets resonate with our large audience. So thanks again. And Christian, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Brian, likewise. Uh, it was a pleasure. I've really enjoyed it and look forward to speaking with you again as well. Bye for now. Bye.